grab a folder? All right, guys, we just finished our podcast. And as you can see, we are releasing new hoodies. You've been waiting for culture merch for quite some time. We just did the photo shoot Drip in Brooklyn down. and culture merch is coming soon. You got to click the link in the description, put your email there, and then you'll get notified when the drop finally happens. We'll let you know the date soon. We got black, we got gray, we got blue. The blue is my favorite one. And Marco, on top of that, so how good is this quality, bro? The embroidery the is, is perfect. Insane. Guys, get ready. Go to our website. You'll find out the date. We'll see you soon. Enjoy Good the podcast. Guys. All I know is last <laughs> last week, he had a beautiful rendition of Caruso. Mm. I think this week we deserve something. No, I bought you mind your own business. <laughs> My wife, she was playing that, 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 that stupid song with the, all of her friends over there. I said, what are you doing? Oh, she's your clip. I said, I follow you. I said, don't. Were you embarrassed? I told my wife that I'm going to have to block you. Were you embarrassed? My wife, she follows everything that I do. Were you embarrassed that she was playing? She's proud of you. She's proud of you. At least I would be prepared a little bit more. If I was prepared, I would have sung a little better than that. Let me ask you a question. Were the friends laughing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they did it's because uh, you know they, I was they there looking right, they were laughing uh, okay. I think this week you should dance this week you should dance we'll get part two we'll get part two later uh, what'd you guys think what'd you think Pete the game you watched the game Milan yeah I think they just they, they found a way to win it wasn't really their doing Fiorentina had a shout for the penalty they had this couple. They played well. Obviously, the f the first two minutes it was seemed like what they did versus Inter, where you let Liao literally run right through the defense. But I think after that, Fiorentina were able to regroup and cause a little trouble for for Milan. And then you know even the the goal, Barak's goal was a little bit of a deflection, so mm. it was able to go through. But uh, I don't know, Fiorentina. Uh, even until like what the 88th minute the defender cleared the ball was it Tomori cleared the ball off mm, the line yeah. so that could have went in and all of a sudden it's 2-1 Fiorentina and no one would have said that they stole points so you know like they you said they were unlucky yeah very unlucky. Were so unlucky I mean uh, they said that the, there was a penalty yeah. which I don't know they it looked like I mean it. if you I could see the referee missing it but once you go to the VAR and you get the men first and then the ball, yeah, yeah it's well, a penalty. Yeah, then it's a so penalty. Why, why didn't the ref call the penalty? Uh, no, the referee is a, uh, might so be in a position where you don't see the angle. Because if you look at it from a different angle, you can't yeah, see. It doesn't look so like you it. are it telling me like that the VAR didn't show him that angle? So no, why he didn't, no, he didn't no, change his mind? Because know. it was not a clear penalty. That's mm. the bottom line. It was not a clear penalty. There was no penalty. If you hit the men first and then the ball, it's a penalty. But um, like you said, a win is a win. You guys got to win. Good. You got to. Uh, you got. And we're gonna I wrap mean, it in. <laughs> Fiorentina, at least, at least one point. Yeah, I think Fiorentina. Yeah, I thought they, they Fiorentina played very good. They had a few yeah. chances. They had a couple posts. They had a possible penalty. That goal clearance off the line. But Milan yeah. just one of those teams that even if they're playing bad, they find and manage a way to win, even if it's some crazy, uh, ludicrous goal. And that's what they did right before the break. That was a huge three points overall. And even though it wasn't deserved, we can say that to so many of the big teams that won the Scudetto, they just make things happen. Well, you know what? Let me finish up with this AC Milan stuff right now. First of all, the only one that I feel bad is my friend Joe, Joe Baron, and Comiso. Other than that, I really couldn't care less. All right? Friends are friends, but AC Milan is AC Milan. Only Joe, please, with AC Milan, you can have the lose. Every, then I wish you that you can win every, the rest of the game. And actually, if you win the campionato, I'll take it. 
as long as Inter and Juventus they don't win, I'll take Fiorentina to, to win. Fiorentina so the, I, Napoli. I really like the attitude of Fiorentina. I like the way that they played the game. They concede that goal so early that a lot of teams could have been caught out. And I think that's kind of what we felt. You know, you go down so early in a match. You know, you had so much time to prepare for this one. But I like that their spirit to get back into this one. I was so impressed with Barak mm-hmm. in the midfield. It was a swap where he put a 4-2-3-1 formation this game instead of 4-3-3. Italiano is known for 4-3-3. He swapped out Bonaventura 2 to start. Uh, I think he got hurt in the in the warm-ups. Barak was amazing. I, I mean, he's such a good player. We knew him from his Verona days, but we haven't seen it yet at Fiorentina. Amrabat was a dog in the midfield cleaning up, winning so many balls back. I think they did so many things correct. And that's sort of like how I feel about Fiorentina this season. They're doing a lot of the right things, but the results haven't always come their way. Recently, it has. They were doing good up until this point. Mm -hmm. They were picking up points. They were getting back to where they belong because they had a goal-scoring problem at first. I think that's a little bit behind them. But, you know, uh, they deserve more. I I didn't think that they should lose. That's the way football goes. Tomori, unbelievable to save it off the line. And uh, this is what champions do. They find a way to win a match. No matter how it goes, no matter if it's an own goal, that's what Milan do. That's These are the points that we'll look back when Milan go on because they're going to be there for the Scudetto. Whether they win it or whether they don't, we'll see. But these are the points that will be massive uh, for the future. And for Fiorentina, yeah, you're disappointed, but at least you have the right ideas. At least you have the right things to build on. Yeah. That's what and, I would say. And like Mike said, I mean, the teams that are able to manage a win, even if they're not playing well, is a... Is a a good telling of a, of, a, of a strong team. So the team last year won the Scudetto. They know what it takes to win. But versus Spezia, for example, another late winner by Giroud. Spectacular goal. By all means, the game ends when, when the referee blows the whistle. So you're allowed to, to win those games. You're uh, talking. No, what, I, what, what I, did you do with Lecce? I just wanted to say. Okay, so, with Lecce, take three yeah, seconds well, before Lecce, the whistle. And then also Fiorentina. Right. So Fiorentina kind of hard on luck versus the two Milan teams. Also with some, say, questionable... Uh, or penalty shouts, or not, calls, you know, questionable yeah. calls that led to their demise. But I mean, Fiorentina, we know the way the Italiano plays. Um, the biggest thing is them just managing the extra competition within Europe, the Conference League. But it's just, it's just a heartbreaker because if you want to try to push to that last European spot again, or maybe even Europa League, you can't lose these games. You can't lose these games. What do you think about your your team, Inter, three two? It's uh, it's a very sm- same way as we were talking about Fiorentina, Inter going down one nothing on a penalty, and you saw the reaction and the response of this Inter team. I think in the first half we were a little sluggish at you know to start the game. Yeah, to start the game. Yeah, start the game. Gosh, very that came out yeah. with the fire, and and we weren't up there. Onana made a spectacular save mm-hmm. on Copa Miners, uh, but then obviously ultimately and Palomino right after Palomino that, also the header and the corner kick. So like he was on his game. And then obviously the, the penalty, the Vry looked a little sluggish to try to go in for a tackle. But all, all in all, uh, Inter needed to come back. And, and this was a very important game. Not necessarily to say push for the Scudetto, but just to show that we can win versus one of the top, let's say, six teams. Because mm. up until now, we haven't won. And uh, Jeko, I mean, the guy scores a remarkable goal. Uh, and then again, to, to put Inter into the lead. So he scored another brace this season. And, you know, Inter, one thing that I could say this year that I like is their ability in the midfield, what they can do. Brozovic has been out for a long time. Little by little, he's getting back into the into the team. 
and the team still is able to gel. Wasn't like last year when if Brozovic was out, the team didn't move the ball. Um, one only thing that I'm still upset about is the amount of goals that we let in. Every game, there's either a you know a, a time of of uh, like how can you say like a blackout almost, and even some of these Lapses goals, lapse of concentration, like we're. Uh, you can't let a goal in and a corner kick on set pieces, on on you know our corner kicks that we let counter attack like Juventus game. Like these are things that have to be fixed. And I think Zaghi has these two months now to address these problems and figure out the defense. Um, to be fair, but Bastoni De Vrij Skriniar, I want to double check this, but we've been rotating these back three way too much for my liking. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in uh, De Vrij. He always swaps the chair. I don't know. Been playing I don't know. So, like, for me, I feel like when you don't have your, your defense playing all the time, mm. defense is one of those positions that you have and to have a, a real understanding yeah. of each other. And every time you change, you have to pick up a different uh, little part of someone's game. It messes the flow up. And you lose out. I mean, that's one thing that I have to say. This Inzaghi team, defensively, has to be better or we can forget about Scudetto completely, even though we're not even in consideration at this point. Yeah. We'll see what happens when you get into March, April. But um, I like your attitude. No, but we're, <laughs> listen, we're three points away from second place, so I'm not going to say like that. I like your attitude. I just said it. I mean, you reacted. I said, I like your attitude. Okay. <laughs> it's good to have a dream, Pete. <laughs> Keep dreaming. I wonder where you guys would be without uh, without Edin Dzeko. Oof. Considering Lukaku yeah. has been injured, we haven't even... You know he's been not a non-talking point at the so far this season. Uh, you know what you would be without him is just crazy because he pulls up in big moments. He's been your your go-to number nine mm -hmm. so far this season. So from that aspect, um, good job on you guys to keep Jekyll. I feel like there was always so many question marks with him. People were saying, "Is he done? Can he really give you more?" But hey, he's there. He's always involved. He scores important goals when it matters, and especially like Mark was saying with Lukaku being out. But against a tough Atalanta team, who just like last game, they were up a goal and ended up losing. Same thing happened. Lukman scored a penalty. Mm -hmm. They lost. Lukman scored a penalty this time. They lost. Maybe they got to change a penalty kick taker, regardless if it goes in or not. Uh, Atalanta. That's what. A, that's what it looks. I don't know what. what, a, what's, what a, it's a strange. It's strange what's going on over there. I don't. Well, I can't put my finger on it. The aftermar. The afterwards is like what got really aftermath. bad was was yeah. Gasparini. What he said. He actually had a quote before the game. I don't know if you guys saw that one too, where he said, you know, we need to understand expectations. Are our expectations as a club um, that we're going to develop youngsters or is <laughs> our, are our expectations to win the Scudetto? So already you started to see that. And then if you remember back in the summer as well, he was mad at the market saying that he didn't have the certain players um, that he was looking for. Then after the game, he came out saying, you know, no, no team would put, no club would put a coach into this position that he's in right now. Mm. There's some cracks within this foundation of things not working. You know, I think that Atalanta, they're not there with the top four. They're, they're not at that same level as the rest of the teams. Yes, they have a good style. Yes, they're more pragmatic. Um, they're converting their chances. But I don't think it's going to last throughout the rest of the season. And now these already problems with, um, with, with Gasparini in the club. And I asked Fabrizio Romano, who this is strange to me I couldn't believe this he said Gasparini is mad because he has such a big team he has too many players within the roster in in wrong positions as well so to be able to manage the players that they need to play because they bought they paid a lot of money for these guys like Boga he gave for example 
or Hoyland. Um, that's what's sort of the problem within the club right now. Yeah, but I think for me, Gasparini, he's he's just using uh, I wouldn't say mind games, but using these little sound bites to kind of cause uh, <clears throat> I guess less concern or not to put a lot of pressure on Atalanta in the sense that listen, this is our team. Uh, we don't know exactly where we're at. This is a, a Lano Zero, pretty much. You know, started from scratch. That you know what we did in the past was remarkable, and we were able to create something special. But it's not expected for Atalanta to, to be in the top or pushing for Scudetto every year. That's how that's how I interpreted it. Listen, uh, I never heard any coach say that they got too many players. I mean the competition. That's what makes it uh, good for the club and for a and for a coach is when you have competition among your players. It's your duty to put and the coach to put the right players in, in the right uh, uh, position. Now, if you got this guy that is not performing, then he doesn't belong there. No matter how much you pay, if he's not performing, uh, then you don't. He, he doesn't deserve to play. But the more players you, the more competition you have so that's a strange answer yeah. that he gave right? he did, so he didn't say that he didn't say that but Fabrizio Romano oh. is a journalist oh, okay. he's saying he, that was his interpretation oh, okay. of no I don't believe that but um, listen Atalanta who put Atalanta in the top four none of us no nobody did I mean Atalanta yeah you have but they're not top four team one thing I want to say about that game is that this guy, DeMarco, he uh, is unbelievable. But where good. did he come from? I mean, the guy does Panama, everything. Eh? He, 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 he takes a, a corner kick. He takes free kicks. He's a, he's a left wing. He's a left full back. Uh, one time I saw him on the right wing and he was crossing the ball. I mean, this guy does it all. He's got speed. He's got technique. He's got confidence. It's really um, nice uh, that uh, I am so... So happy for this for this guy. Yeah. you know where he came from. So we we spoke so much about Gosens when they signed him. At this point, though, Gosens kind of has to sit on the bench because DiMarco is doing too mm. well. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You can't take the guy out. You can't take, unless you got three games in one week. You can't take him out. But who expected this to? Yeah. When Gosens had his chance, what he when he came in, he actually gave an assist or got a goal, or whatever. But DiMarco, he's probably. You can argue one of the MVPs for Inter this season because he's really doing it all. Mm. And who who expected this? I mean, he was doing good last season on loan, but now he just like leveled up when he came to Inter. Maybe that see that's why it's healthy to have that competition to know oh Gosens coming. He was supposed to start. He's supposed to be the big gun. And they but had Marco, last year. And they had Perisic last year who did remarkable. And now DeMarco De looks <laughs> like he's outworking everyone. He's doing everything right. No mistakes from him. He's doing yeah. incredible. And even, you know, for DeMarco last year he had. Similar to this year, Perisic ahead of him, that was on fire. You're not yeah, going to be Perisic. So he wasn't able to yeah. get in. He's so as now, close as you can go from... Now, no. where he had that... Perisic dribbles his man a lot better than yeah, DiMarco. DiMarco does more defensive work, though, than Perisic. If you, if you chose... Pete, if you chose one, no, play, no, I, it's Perisic. It has to be Perisic. Yeah. Even though I've been really excited about DiMarco and how he's played, my one thing is, I know you said that defense, but defensively, he lacks just because of his size, really. But within a three-five-two, he gets away with it. When he plays him as one of the three in the back, mm. then I'm always no, worried. yeah, it's, yeah. It's but not good as there. that wing back, he's, good. he's fantastic. He's got great technical skill, as Gaetano mm. said, and I think a very underrated it's his ability to be able to cross the ball and be able to have a set piece taken. And don't forget, he scored a Euro goal when he was playing with Parma versus Inter. Oh yeah, I remember so that. you know, but he's 
He's a Milano kid all the way. Product, from, right? He, yeah, loves, uh, he his, loves Inter. His father is has a a fruit market in Milano, and he grew up there. And some famous Milano celebrities have gone there. Interesting. So they've seen him grow up. That's cool. Really? So. Where are we going next? Uh, Where you guys want to go? What game? What match? Roma, Juventus. Oh my God! Let's go to Roma. Roma, one one against Torino. What a what a what a weird team Roma is. So reliant. We we've said it, but they're so reliant on individual talent, and the name being uh, Paulo Dybala, because before Dybala came on for nothing, Roma, nothing. They Shut did up. absolutely zero. Unless I'm making a mistake, and I don't remember right now. I remember thinking that there was no way that they were going to get back into this match and score a goal. They could not. They have no fantasy. There's no creativity. There's no one who who does anything. The, they were down one zero. Um, Linetti scored a, a great header. Beautiful goal. By the way, Torino stopped. We'll, we'll talk oh. about Torino, but we'll focus on Roma first. The moment that Dybala comes on, taking shots, hitting Game the post, changes. dribbling his man, sending passes, doing a little bit of everything. My one thing, I, I was disappointed that Mourinho took out Tammy right when Dybala came in because I know Tammy was not doing good. I understand that. He had just scored against Sassuolo. He's coming off of the getting not selected for the World Cup. I wanted him to have Dybala behind him so that he could feed him balls. Without him, I mean, Tammy, how's he going to score? That was my one, because Belotti is, is is not a great player. What a Belotti, I don't like Belotti at all. Uh, and then, great job, great transition. The penalty kick, which I'm still trying to comprehend how Belotti takes a penalty kick against his former team Torino rather than Paolo Dybala. I know you're going to say Dybala, you know, he was got he injured afraid? the last was time. Was he afraid? Uh, no, no. According to what I read, uh, Belotti asked Mourinho if he could take yeah. the penalty. Oh, come on. He's against your former to. team, Torino, I knew, I, I literally yeah. called that he was going to miss that penalty. He what's so crazy? Because you're, you're riding on so much emotion. You're down 1-0 at the Olimpico. Has Belotti ever really it's been a guy the that's calm the with his emotions? He, he hasn't scored one goal, right? This year. Uh, I think he has scored. Wow. Wow. Europa League. Wow. might have scored one. No, no, in the Campeonato. Oh, campeonato, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think he's got one goal. So, Come on. So, so obvious he was going to miss it. I, that's what I read. That he asked Mourinho well, if he could I'm take sure. the penalty. It should have been Dybala that takes it. Either way, they ended up but, finding the goal. You know, uh, I, I don't know. If Dybala would have gotten the ball in his end right away... And yeah, not in the campionato. In two in the Europa. Yeah, but nothing in campionato. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think if the Bala once he, he he went down, he got the ball in his hand. I think Bellotti would have walked away. I don't think he would have gone and get the ball. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a a leader and you're uh, the the main player like the Bala was. I would have taken the ball. Hey, this is yeah, but if your teammate asks for it, it's yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, if he asked, if Bellotti asked. Dybala and Dybala said, okay, you know, he's struggling. He hasn't scored one goal. Maybe this will put him, give him some confidence. I guess the, his ex-team, you know, he scores one goal. And sometimes you score one goal and then you Yeah, you stop. keep going. I, that's that's the only explanation I have. The biggest What's thing your- from, the, I just want to say quickly, the biggest thing is that I want Belotti to score so badly to see if he was going to celebrate against Torino. But no. I don't think he would have, but I just wanted to see because he was ex Got 100 ex-captain. goals for Torino. He would have, right? No. Guess what? He's going to wait cares? another six weeks before <laughs> he scores one goal. Or maybe oh, after, what? not six weeks, I mean, six weeks after we come back from the World Cup. So so that that's your explanation for, for the penalty. What's your explanation for Roma? Okay, yes. my explanation is Roma, uh, like you said, is it relies too much on Paolo De Bale and Pellegrini. The thing that I'm disappointed about uh, Roma right now is Mourinho. 
Mourinho is out of line when he talked when he started talking about Cardoff and you know Cardoff and, and <laughs> he said the same thing again Cardoff Cardoff Mike why don't you pronounce his name Cardoff okay. okay. oh, I did it for this <laughs> Uh, when he went and he, he speaks to the uh, uh, to, to to the journalist and he, he start talking bad about one of the players, I think he's out of line. I think mm. you should have kept it in the locker room if you want to tell him to screw uh, whatever you want to tell him. All the words that you, he comes up, you could do it in the locker room. But once you tell the journalist, I think not only you put the player down, but I think you also if you say that he's not a professional, you put the club down because the club bought it. You know, so makes them look bad. Another club. I think mm -hmm. it makes it. I know that sometimes he plays mind games, but I think because the team is not playing well, now he's telling about Tammy Abraham. He's telling about Karsdorf. You know, and all this. You know, stay on on soccer. You want to yeah. talk about soccer? Talk about soccer. Mm -hmm. You know, the other stuff. Leave it in the locker room, because Tammy is a. To me, Tammy is a great player, and. The only reason is that he is because he's missing some of the goals that he missed in front of the goal. You know that's what the confidence stands. Yeah. I see him like another Ozeman, to tell you the truth. Every time I see Abraham, similar striker, I, I see Ozeman the way you know the stride, the physical ability, the way they're moving in the area. The the only thing the guy needs is a little confidence. A yeah, yeah score goals. a couple of goals and yeah. then he might. But who's going to give him the ball? The ball's gonna give him Pellegrini or Dybala. Dybala hasn't played. Mm. Pellegrini's been out a couple of games. So it's, it becomes tough. And I though. think that Mourinho is trying to, because there's so much pressure and there's so much aroma, he feels and now they started whistling and booing the pressure. on, on um, mm. Sunday. So now he's trying to talk about something else. Let's not talk about the game. Let's talk about this player, that player, the mm. red card. So one pushback to that though. You're saying he shouldn't say that about Karsdorp. I think that's Mourinho's way to say to the rest of the team, if you don't try, if you do a performance like Karsdorp where he was not tracking back, he was not right. uh, defending, he was not concentrated, right. that's their way of saying, I'm in charge. You are not going to go against me. If you do, you're going to be gone. Yeah. Because he but, was a starter for say it in the locker room. That's yeah, what I'm he, saying. He can still do yeah, the do, same do thing in the locker room. Do you have to say, say it, it out loud? Because it makes Roma look like, a, like they're... They're not together. I said in the locker room, he could have said yeah. anything. I agree that with you, wanted. Gaetano. You know, you stupid idiot. You, you know, you. What keep going, you keep going. To, you suck. You <laughs> know, one more, one more. Yeah, Gaetano, to a lesser degree. Karsdorp also looked like he was actually like hurt by it. We we posted like his response. He he posted a uh, you know the heartbreak emoji um, because he you know I don't think I don't I think that he was trying to guy. act professional. But again, we you also have that. a slanted view. We don't know yeah, everything don't know that was done. We don't know what he did in the locker room. I do now that you say that. I understand where you're coming from. Maybe he could have kept that there. I always I like the way Mourinho sometimes. I feel like. I guess maybe the reason why I gave Mourinho the benefit of the doubt is because I feel like he's always so hated for everything that he says. Mm. Like his Tammy one, I was totally with because he's trying to say that to motivate him. He understands where he could push and where he could pull with certain players. Perfect example is Ibanez. Ibanez, after the match where he gave up the goal in the derby, they asked him, oh, is uh, Dybala going to start? He said, the only player I'm telling you who's going to start is Ibanez. Ibanez is my guy. Ibanez is always trying. So he understands that Ibanez is not... That, that was the way to handle him. Individually, he's treating players, I think, in the best way towards their personality. Yeah. I don't like Ibanez. I've I'm, I'm, I'm never been a fan of Ibanez. I've said this many times, but 
I do understand why certain players he pushes and certain players he pulls on. But I, maybe he went too far with Carlos. I, yeah, no, no, no. I was going to say, I get no, that. I, that's a good point yeah. about Ibanez. I mean, I didn't hear him say that. But if he did, you know, this is going to make Ibanez feel really good yeah. about the next game, you know. Because everybody, after the game, everybody's going to put you down. And you, know, mm-hmm. you go to the locker room and your head is under, is under the table, you know. You really so if he said that no he did yeah Ibanez what, probably runs his yeah. ass off in training and stuff like that but he's kind of clumsy with the ball he makes some dumb mistakes he, whatever well, we I'm know sure that. he can but overcome that, that. Yeah. But, but I just want to say quickly even though the, uh, Mourinho's talking about Karsdor being disciplined and stuff how many times is Mourinho gonna get sent off he got oh sent off again Too this time times. for screaming at good the point, ref Mike. it's crazy at this point <laughs> no I don't want to say it like no, a thing good, good but he's never going to be point, on the bench he's, you're he's, getting he's paid gonna be to manage not to, to sit on he's the he's going to be on, on the, the bench stand. half the time he's always going to be Wait, in the uh, one more thing stand. I want to say I mean the great the, the only great job that Mourinho did with Ibanez was he, he, he put him out at the suicide watch because this guy here he really cost the Roma the derby okay so but aside from that Mourinho's been known on the past and I said oh, no, how many times you have to say He's been known in the past to play with the head of a very good player, vis-a-vis Svechenko, Kaka, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the, the guy that is, a, you know, a lot of those top-of-the-line players that uh, as soon as they went, they go under the, the domain of Mourinho, they, they either get benched or, or they, they disappear from, uh, from the soccer, uh, from the soccer, uh, um, <laughs> landscape. <laughs> Am I good, Mike? What were you going to say? You were so, about to jump in and say something. Or Peter. Oh, I've always seen Mourinho kind of deflect the attention from his players onto him. So uh, it's very interesting to see him with Roma and how he's been so on top of the players and, car, you know, calling Karsdorp out completely. And I'm in total agreement. I feel like you have to know what you have to say to the journalists and if it's a way to motivate a player then obviously he has all the right to do certain things but to call out a player not being professional and stuff like that i think is just he didn't say his name not, to be fair no i know well, but it's just his name. but it was obviously he, he literally but, did say i'm not going to tell you his name yeah there no, had to but, be a reason but, behind but that but still i i feel like it's an it's a, an attack on it, it or it's just pinpointing one person the only thing i could say to play devil's advocate is to create uh, kind of, of a camouflage where you're pinpointing one player and now the whole talking point is about who's this player yeah. instead of how did Roma lose the game or how did Roma not play well. Which he's done so before. He, that's the only thing I can think no, of. I think everybody but knew who the, the, the player yeah. was. I it think was obvious afterwards. Mourinho, you guys all just assume it. I think what Mourinho does is because the, the team is playing bad, let's talk about something else. Yeah. Other he, than, he's done that so many times. Uh, other than the game, like the, at the end of the counter. game, let's talk about something else. But not, uh, it, there, there was one time when to Conte, to Conte in the Premier in League. Ear, right? Okay, yeah. there was one, and then there was another time For the team sure. played bad. He gathered everybody oh, in the, the center yes, of the Ro- of the center of the field mm. before at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Roma, Roma, yeah, Roma, and they all got it in a circle. <laughs> and Mourinho was playing at the end of the game. Nobody asked him what the game it was really bad yeah. to ask what did Mourinho what say, say yeah. at the end of the game to the grand yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's very smart yeah it's very smart. Uh, we never give him too much credit than he so we we went through a couple uh, of the, I like Mourinho. the top teams um it's mike's turn to make the coffee since the rest of our well, teams I think all my teams won <laughs> yeah your team wins all the time you make the, saying, make the Go coffee go make the seal coffee uh i want to say one thing about uh, Mike, Torino. Mine, mine, uh, corto i'll take one 
I'll take one too. But Ooh, next I'll time we gotta invite Cheeto over here. That's true. Cheeto was a was a star. you like corto? Il corto quello corto. Catan, how do you like your uh, lungo o curto? <laughs> medio. So, medio. Uh, I want to talk about Torino for a second too because they played such a great game. I, I love the the intensity that they play with the the way that they press. Uh, Roma, you know, it felt like they were trying to cause uh, another mistake from Ibanez and from the center backs, just like what Lazio did. Juric has his team playing like soldiers. I mean, the way that they take up spaces, the way that they defend, how compact they are. Uh, I know they, they they made a mistake in the defense with uh, nice. Gigi, who, I mean, he doesn't have to make the tackle on Dybala. But besides that, they do so many things well. Single comes in uh, and is so impactful into the game. And, uh, and then the last player I'll say is uh, Vlasic. Vlasic has been so important since coming in, since joining one of the real stars of the Serie A this year. I just love the way that this Torino side uh, goes about matches, and I like the way that they took the game to Roma, even though they were playing in Rome. Uh, let me just say one more thing. Anything on Torino? Let me tell you something. Anything on Torino? Torino, yeah. Okay. Okay. This Juric has been known to be a very, very, you know tactical coach is is going to take the best and the creator of the opposite team out of the game number one and number two he plays a very physical game but uh i saw zaniolo again struggling because of the pressure that they they put on this kid here this kid here is on the verge to probably be called uh, into the locker room by Mourinho, and something is going to be said to the kid that is going to set him oh, off so I would say I would say uh, I would say that uh, if Zaniolo doesn't score in the next few games after the World Cup, Zaniolo might be on the verge of being uh, I just shipped out. I asked you if it was about Torino. Torino, <laughs> it was Torino. You know what he, did? Because he used Torino as a transition to talk about Zaniolo. Hey, did you notice you that? Know that? He said their tactics. You, 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 about Mo- you, you, you talk about Mourinho. Your mind games are worse. Let me ask you something. Do you know what a curveball is? No, what is it? Okay, a curveball is something that you just throw it and then it, it comes to you when you don't even know that Isn't it's that a getting boomerang? to you. Well, that's not a boomerang. A boomerang is, comes back to you. Well, that's what you say, it comes to you. Yeah, well, okay, a curveball is something trying, that you don't expect that it gets you. Can you believe this? He, he, he thinks he knows baseball, that's why he's trying to use <laughs> ah, it. Yeah, that's from baseball. Because the Yankees bought Milan, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, it's actually on Yes Network. Yeah. It is, they are, they are. Mike and I were at a bar last week uh, and they have Milan playing in the background all the time I know, now. but I see it on TV and I'm hoping that um, Paramount, maybe they can show now some stuff on uh, CBS, you know, some goals, maybe on the, so that everybody could see uh, how good the Serie A is. I think they they were showing an old game. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it was pretty I cool. It, I see it all the time. Yeah, on the Yes Network, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was weird to, to see that. Yeah, yeah. Anything on Torino or we go to the next? No, Juric, I think this is a confirmation of what he's done in the past years, whether we saw with Hellas Verona and then even last year with Torino. Don't forget, this Torino team has a lot of new players too, and he's been able to keep on going. You, you're missing a key player like, like Brecolo. Oh, Brecolo. You know, Brecolo was out, and now you have this other guy, Vlasic, coming in and being able to still produce the same. Randonic too. Randonic is another him. one, yeah. He didn't so, start. You know, and then even the kid single. That Single kid is good. Is up and down, the prototype, right fullback, big, physical, strong, and he put in a great. He, he's the one who great got the cross. assist, yeah, right? Great cross. So, you know, there's definitely these components of Juric, and I think 
he might be ready for a bigger stage coming soon. Uh, him and Italiano have similar traits. The only thing is Italiano plays much more better, yeah. and more attacking, more beautiful style. Where Juric is just more so yes. the high uh, yeah. pressing, yeah, but defensive. Have, but also the players, the players are important. Yeah, guys, cheers. We got Siag. Thank you, Siag. Guys, link is in the description if you want to get some Siag coffee. Hey, did you cheat, did you did you uh, butt cup with the, with the coffee? You only do with yeah, champagne. Yeah, I know. I know you're not supposed to. But you know why? Hey, listen, it makes this you is wake the up. champagne of coffee. I was very go. sluggish uh, during uh, the beginning of the podcast, but now just smelling this. You coffee. were sluggish. You're I never was. sluggish. It wakes you up a little bit, right? It does. It did. Are you gonna, gonna sleep do? tonight? Yeah, no, uh -huh. he's gonna dance tonight. Oh, you, you do also <laughs> a song and dance. Uh, we always say the player of the round when we do our Siag. Yeah. Since it's is a, it's not the halfway point, but we have a six week break. We want to ask you who is your Siag player of this mid season? Who wants to go first? I'm gonna take. If everyone says Kvada, we're gonna take him off the table, and you choose the next person because that's what we had first. If you're gonna say Kvada, uh, so say Kvada, and then give another answer. Who starts? You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. I'll start. For me, it's not Kvada because it's too obvious, which he would be the one. My next in line is Loborka. For me, Loborka mm. has been a beautiful addition to watch. I know he was there last year. He lost a, you know, a little bit of weight. He looks way more in shape. His his positioning is is perfect. He's been balanced out with uh, Angisa and Zielinski. Could have chosen Zielinski. You could almost choose anyone in, in Napoli, to be honest. But he brings me so much joy to watch because he reads the game two, three, four steps ahead of every other player. The ball is always perfect. This is Teleborka. Nice. Mike. Uh, another Napoli player, probably. Just because I didn't really know him prior, just like Vada. I'll give it a Kim, just because he, for the most part, he made a couple of mistakes you can point out here and there. But coming to a new league like Serie the most defensive league, we know it's very difficult to play in. Uh, I don't want to say you forgot about Koulibaly, but so far he replaced him pretty decently for the most part. Similar kind of defender, big-bodied guy. Uh, hard to go around him, and he's done fantastic so far. Napoli haven't really been leaking goals. He's been safe back there, and yeah, I give it to him. He's going to the World Cup, so good luck to South Korea, and hopefully they do well. No more, uh, no more Napoli players. Uh, no, not me. <laughs> I know you're not. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna take Max inspiration though, but I'm gonna pick up another defender. Actually, my my player is uh, Theo Hernandez. Mm, that's a good. I'll shot. tell you guys, that guy comes in with so much intensity. Game on, his guy, it's, it doesn't start from zero to 100. It's a 100 <laughs> all the time. And, uh, you know, you never see two Hernandez rarely, almost almost impossible to have a bad game. But, uh, you know, many times you see this layout with a sluggish attitude, you know. Teo uh, Hernandez is there all the time. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get intensity on defense. You're going to get a lot of rush balls. And you're going to get intensity offensively. And he's the guy that makes things happen. So for me, that's the man. I, I wanted to make it quick, but I do. I got That's a great shout. Theo Hernandez, I, I know I've, we watch him for so many years now. But this mm. year, something is, is so different. I mean, the way that he inserts himself into the attack, it's crazy that he's a left back. And well said. I love his intensity as well. Pete. Well, let's make the record straight. It's got to be Kvarashev, yes. yeah? Right? Just not, so for, not for me. Not for you? For all of you, but not for me. Understood. You're a hater. It's always on me. No problem. Got you. But <laughs> I, think, I think that guy has been remarkable, so I don't know how you don't, I don't see jump, I don't Plus, jump yeah. on the bandwagons like you guys. Anyway, I would say Giroud because Milan 
when they have Giroud, they play in a different tempo, different style. Like there's there's more going forward. And I think he's been really uh, a major part for this Milan team where he's able to find a goal. Uh, his hold-up play is amazing. And even his creativity to to just be able to find a way. That's, that's the most important thing. And I think, obviously, Ibrahimovic has been a non-factor on the field. Um, but when Origi comes in, he doesn't offer anything. And so Giroud, even at his age and the goals that he scored... I mean, he's so important for this Milan team, and I see a big difference. He's gonna have back he's problems in, in the future. In. So, <laughs> from carrying Milan, I go with Fagioli. I think the player. So we have to. Well, first of all, a, <laughs> they won six games in a row. Yeah. They haven't conceded a goal. They are in third place. Nobody thought that this could happen without Pogba, without Paredes, without De Maria, without Chiesa. Who came in and did a great job? The guy has got everything. Beans. He he's young, he's got skills, he's got technique. He defends, he scores. What else you want? And the guy is is going to probably make the national team. I think he was called for the national team. If yeah, I'm not mistaken, yeah. I saw you know, his name on the national yeah, team. You know what? One thing too yeah. to add just to that list is personality. For me, I think that you know you're at a club like Juventus. Yeah. The personality, these two are, are dying. Oh, I thought you were going to say I color for a second. Hey, what kind of a fagioli you have? You have the pinto, the negro, the yellow. What, a, what kind of a fagioli you have? For, for me, that it's a personality that, it, that impresses me the most. <laughs> yeah, I think in the Italy is playing uh, Albania tomorrow. Yeah, we have a couple friendly games. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I think fagioli is part of the team. Mm. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. It seems quick, no? Wow. I'm not following wow. any of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, no, it's Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. When okay. this podcast comes out, it'll be tomorrow. Gaetano. That's right. Ahead. Gaetano's always on the podcast. Gaetano, you are a true team team player. I got to tell you. Great you personality. Up, yes. Come on. No, but Fajoli, it's a great shot. I but mean, to be on par think, with think about how bad things were for Juventus. Mm-hmm. And then they found this this jewel that they that they got the opportunity to play him. And what's you know there, there could always be the debate on if they would have had the players healthy, would he have even come no, into the eleven? No, no. Most likely not, mm. right? Allegri probably would not have brought him in. Either way, he's got there. And for me, I kind of feel like it's six weeks from now. You'll probably have all the superstars back, all these big names, the the players that they brought in. I want them to have to earn their place over the young kids like Fagioli and Miretti. Oh, well, Fagioli's going to start. I hope. Fagioli's going to start. start. Oh, that's a big one. going to start. I, I guarantee that. He's going to start. Then, of course, he has to. He's going to start. He, he's got to keep it up. Yeah, of course. He's, but he, he, that's a big his attitude is incredible. To play for Juventus in such a bad moment, your, your knees... <laughs> what happened? Why are you guys laughing? Listen to me. Listen to me. Please, both of you. I mean, I know that you are Juventus fan, but this is way over the top. You know that we have followers over here. <laughs> we have people internationally from all over the world listening so, to oh this. What, and you're telling you telling me Chow, Chow plays like that five fa- minutes and you already Fagioli. said we got the next best center Give me back. a break. My stomach okay. is already rambling uh, because so, of this Fagioli. So we'll ask, okay, 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 Anto, let's ask, let's ask them. Okay. Let's Guys, ask. Fagioli? No, no, them. Oh. Tomorrow, who's, who's going to be uh, one of the best players? Yeah. Okay, and we'll see. We'll see. Thank you to Siag for sponsoring that segment. Link is in the bio to get yours. Use code (sighs) IFTV20 to get 20% off. Let's move on. Let's talk about Juventus. 
uh, Juventus against Lazio, and then Napoli, and then we're going to do our World Cup bracket predictions and get mm. out of here. Start with uh, Juventus. Huge, since we talked about Fajoli, huge win, 3-0 over Lazio. Uh, a match where Lazio, you know, Immobile was not able to recover. Then they lost Zakani, Patrick, Lazzari, all these players missing from the starting 11. I was already feeling like they, they would not be able to come away with a win. I, I thought it could have ended. I thought it would have ended in a tie. But I did not expect the sort of performance from Juventus. Considering how good Lazio's away form had been, I think they only conceded one goal away from home at that point. Two of the best defenses, I think, seven and eight goals. Juventus conceded seven, Lazio eight. So it was a tight match. It was a conservative match. Kind of what we would have expected in the beginning of the game. Nobody uh, overexposing themselves. But then Juventus, man, they start to look good. They, they pick up on these lost balls. Uh, the way that Rabiot was was marking Milinkovic-Savic to win that ball back, sends it to Keane. Moise Keane, a player who, when he starts, I mean, he's been scoring. He got two goals, a brace. Massive for him. I think it's five goals in his last five. And it just it's amazing what confidence does to certain players. We spoke about it with Tammy Abraham. You could say the same thing about some of the Juventus guys because now that things are starting to click, all of a sudden, everybody looks good. All of a sudden, players are no. moving in the right positions. They're able to beat a team like Lazio, who is so good um, away from at home, and and defensively, we understand what what the goal is. It's stay tight, defend, defend, defend. Don't concede early. Hit on the counter attack. But at the moment, it's working. I mean, I give my props to. I don't want to take anything away from them. But what Lazio put on the field, that was that was that was embarrassing. I Milinkovic mean, Savic, that was probably the worst match I ever seen him play. He was at fault for the first goal because he didn't know how to let go of the ball. And then uh, Provedel messed up on the second one, gave uh, gave a uh, gift to Moiskin. Moiskin, whatever, he was good for his positioning and stuff. But Juve did what they had to do. They, you know, they have injuries. They're playing tight defense, doing this. But Lazio, that was no excuse how bad they played. It, it was horrible. They did not do anything. They were just passing the ball back and forth as if they were winning. There were no threat whatsoever to Juve's defense. And they got to do better than that. They got to do better than that. Okay, yeah. Uh, you four were, players from the I understand, 11. but it's not... You can bring your U6-12s and they can give more hunger. They showed absolutely nothing. You guys are laughing at our Fajoli thing. But, but it's true. Did you, guys, did you guys actually see how Lazio played? Because they didn't play. They did. They actually didn't play. Didn't no, that was, that's no, not that, off game. That was no hunger, no attack, no nothing. It was ad, it was horrible. Listen, it wasn't to, a good game. I thought it was going to be a good game. I thought and it was, was going to be game. a better game. But I think well, Juventus is a solid block. To let only seven goals in 15 games is quite remarkable for... A poor Juventus. So, I mean, this Juventus, it, it, I said, and we all said that they were going to be there. I didn't expect them to be there already within the top four, meaning Antonio still thinks they're not going to be in the top four, but I feel like with now these players coming back, they're going to make a push. Uh, but winning is contagious. So one thing that we we know about Allegri is that he's not afraid to sit back and, and, and counter. And they're winning games. In Listen. the end, that's what counts, the three points. Please. How does it continue? I don't know. But right. when when they have to sit back and defend, they're guaranteed to win. I know. Between you and you, it's just... It, my mind is spinning 770 degrees every second. Degrees? That's hot. I do not understand... This guy here wanted Allegri out a couple of weeks ago. No, all of a totally sudden, Allegri... Incorrect. 
No, all of a sudden, Allegri, Allegri, even if it's his mouth, oh, Allegri, Allegri, his mouth just boom, it's like bulges like that. No, no, I wanted Allegri out. He didn't say he wanted Allegri out. They wanted Allegri out. No, this guy, you know, Allegri is despicable and all that stuff. All of a sudden, oh, we sit back, we defend first and all the stuff. You were criticizing Juventus style. Of I still do criticize and this And now, you, what you do, you kind of embrace it by saying, oh, look what Juventus is doing. You're just sitting back and then uh, it's either you have to say black or white. Are you al- for Allegri style or you not for Allegri okay, style? So ask me the question. Okay, are you for Allegri style or you not? What's am, the deal? I am not for Allegri style. What I did is I just explained how they played. I'm not saying that I like it. For me, I don't like it. Though, But the one thing is, I wanted to keep Allegri just because there is no alternative and he is at least, he's there. He's consistent. You know that throughout a season. You, we can't get caught up also in the moment. Yes, they're doing good right now. We don't know how they're going to do coming and back from here. They're also a team that easily could throw away a lot of the good things that they've built up to this. For me, a team like Juventus, it's still not good enough. Going out in the Champions League, in the group stages the way they did. The style, they're still not building well. Yeah, you're defending, you're defending, you're defending. How far is that really going to take you in the long term? You're not building a real project. So I'm not saying that. But I do agree that they're just doing all they can under a coach that has those kind of tactics. There's no other way that they can win games except that. That's their only identity. That's Allegri's only identity is to defend, be compact, and be, break on the counter. But, and when they... The other thing, last thing I'll say, is... We also have not seen, well, we have seen, but we haven't seen on this new Juventus that's winning is when they don't score first, can they can they actually answer teams? I don't think so. When they score first, they do well, right? But when they don't, when they don't go up a goal and they have to step up, they overexpose themselves in the back. So for me, yes, it's really good results now, but that doesn't mean everything is solved. They still haven't shown, Napoli has shown us that they could win in multiple ways. They could win when they're, they go down. They can win when they're not able to play their style. They can win when they get hit. They could win in multiple different ways. Juventus have not. Gatano, let me say something, then you go. You know what I, I hated the most about what I seen about the game? Despite the 3-0 win, which is, I mean, I tip my hat. They fought hard. They won the game. Great great job. But I see Kiesa coming in. You waited three, four months. The all, the all, the all last year, you waited for this great player to come in of a big, big injury, and I see Chiesa playing defense. I see Chiesa defending inside their box when you're already up to nothing. I saw Chiesa playing defense when he came in. Couple, two, three times only, I saw him, uh, you know, running with the ball. Did and, you see his assist? Yeah, I did, but I saw Chiesa into the box playing defense. I said, why is he asking him this to do this thing here? Kiesa's job is not to do that. But did He's you see how, how much he was screaming on the 2 nothing? On the 2 nothing, Allegri was screaming like a madman. On the 3 nothing, he's screaming like a madman. Why? Because 2 nothing, he could, if they score one goal, he knows he could lose the game or he could tie the game. That's why he put Kiesa. Kiesa was playing defensively, midfield mm. and forward. He was doing all of it. He was slight tackling the guy. That's what I, that, I saw guy, it. I saw that too. Tackling, and then he was playing left fullback. For somebody so that comes he, off an injury of that, of that he, caliber, he was, then, 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 then you come back and then you, you can play. Yourself. But that's play. how Allegri is winning these games. It, uh, you know, I'm not Scrappy. a big Allegri guy, okay? But you have to, they won three nothing. You have to say, okay, you did well. But as a whole, I mean, the, the amount of money that they spent, okay? The amount of money that they spent, they should not be 
in this in this position. But what I wanted to say was, um, where's Vlaovic? <laughs> I mean, right. how good is Milik? Getting ready for the World Cup. <laughs> how good is Milik? Milik wins a tackle in the middle of the field. Okay? He wins the tackle in the middle of the field. Um, I don't know who got the ball. If it was Locatelli, he gives a long ball. Uh, Kane takes it down. Bumps and then, it out, right? no, uh, Kostic takes the shot. Oh, he comes okay. back oh, and kills. It was the rebound. Yeah. The rebound. But it was uh, uh, Milik that won the ball the at ball. midfield, mm. sliding, tackling, and win the ball. I mean, this guy does it all. He's good in the area. He's got a shot. He's technical. He defends. He comes back. Good personality. He takes shots. He scores goals. I mean, the guy is is <laughs> the guy. I mean, I am I, I'm surprised about how good this guy is. Um, as I far as, I far as uh, Lazio is concerned, I don't know. Luis Alberto is such a is such a great player, but I don't know. He came in on he the second half. No, no, but Sarri, he doesn't. Um, he, he doesn't, doesn't like he him. He doesn't rate him. Why yeah, doesn't make not, him play with uh, with uh, uh, Milinkovic? I'll tell you why. Because he doesn't defend as much. It's, Luis Alberto, when you watch him, when he gets hit, he doesn't like to get hit. Yeah. He doesn't. That's why he put Basi yeah, Chin. Yeah, I don't know. And that's why he's swapping him with Milinkovic. Yeah, I don't know Savage if it's because he's too high up. Because I see that Lazio, it's all one to one to touch, one to touch. Maybe when he gets Luis Alberto gets the ball, he touches three, four times. But the guy is such a. But him and Sarri. He's not gonna stay. They bump heads. Yeah, he's not gonna stay. Yeah. I, I know, will take Luis Alberto some, somebody anytime. Could, somebody could talking about Spain for him. He's, yeah. he's unbelievable. For me, yeah. I love I love yeah. Luis Alberto. But he cannot play with Sarri. No. He cannot play with Sarri. So somebody, if you listen, I mean, I I think the guy is... Should take a Juventus. He is very good. He can be an addition um, for almost Wait, what team. did you think of Lazio playing, though? Huh? What did you think of how the Lazio played? Sarri's ball, no, you by said the way. It. I have balls. nothing to head. So, oh, okay. you know, you said it, everything. Mm. I just wanted to point out uh, Luis Alberto mm. that he, he doesn't get a chance to play with Sarri. You know, mm. if he scores, uh, then he puts him in, and then mm. then he puts uh, him on the bench. He scored a great goal versus Inter. You remember but, those? Um, you know, going back to Juventus, Juventus with the amount of money that they invested, they shouldn't have been in that position. Yeah, they should yeah. be now. I'm going to give Allegri. I fired him at the end of the first half <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I would like to see him with De Maria, Pogba, Paredes, Chiesa, Quadrado. Fagioli, Vlaovic, Fagioli. I, I want to see him with that, and I want to see what he does with that team. That's fair. How? Because I want to see an identity. I want to see a style of play. I want to see something that, you know, hey, this is Juventus. Don't hold like So far, are we trying to invent so another far, style? We had a Sarri style, but, a Sarri's ball. Not going to give well, a kind of like Mourinho. He's reliant for me. It's they're kind of similar in that way. They're reliant on individual players. Yeah, like that's they're. Yeah. You're not going to see a real great play until they have the players to do that. And they'll do whatever they are to not lose games first. It's about conceding less, which they're doing a great job by that. And it, it's it's actually very funny, just last thing, and then we'll move on, because we spoke about him a lot, just the defense, like how they line up, because Bonucci was not there. Bonucci, he's not, he's him and Bonucci, I think that they don't like each other. And like, that's my feeling. It's the way that I see how things are. Because Bonucci, like Bonucci? Yeah, because for me, Bonucci would have been the leader of the team, but you're looking, look who the leader is now. It's Danilo. Danilo in the in the center back position, wearing the captain's armband, and he has been amazing just giving the team some attitude. And even positionally, Bonucci, he loves to send those balls. He mm. loves to kind of play as a regista. He puts Locatelli there, and I think he doesn't want to play the two of them at the same time. 
puts Gatti in. Bremer has been amazing as well. He's since you know the beginning of the season where he was kind of thrown into the into the fire, you know, with a bunch of players who nobody knew where they should be. I mean, good job by them to do that. And it's weird to see how Bonucci has really fallen out of this Juventus. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but from the way that I see it, I think him and Allegri they don't get along. Yeah, but the writing is on the wall, Marco Bonucci's gone. He's gone. Well, he's gone. Whether he's healthy or not, yeah. he's gone. He has done his time on Juventus. Has won as, as many championships that he did with Juventus. He's gone. He's and they're playing right? a back three. He's going back to AC Milan. Yeah, okay. We, may, we might take him. Yeah, we need somebody to, to map the locker <laughs> room. <laughs> yeah, we'll take him. I'm definitely going to make a recommendation. I'll make a phone call for him. You guys are paying him like 10 million Listen, too. He's insane. older. I think also when you have someone like Bremer, Danilo, who are physical specimens in that defense, you could see the aggressiveness versus Inter and the ability to, to make up for any mistakes where Bonucci, unfortunately, he lacks in defense. And he's always, to what I've seen, needed that partner next to him. He had Kellini there for a long time and he was able to, to really work well in that partnership. We saw when he went to Milan without that partner, he looked uh, lost. So. Hey, by the way, did you guys shoved Vlaovic? He's injured. Injured? I don't know if he's an injured. <laughs> I think you're you guys ready? shelved him for a little bit. He's ready for the World Cup. He's saying, so uh, if that guy plays on the World Cup, what are you going to be doing? He was injured. He's been recovering. There was no need to use him. Is he going to be playing on the World Cup? Yes yeah, or not? Of course. Read between the lines, Anto. They don't want to risk their star striker for they? Serbia. They? Who's they? Serbia, the Federation. Oh, Serbia. Yeah, but I thought that Vlaovic belongs to Juventus. All right, guys. Yeah, you got conspiracy theorists over It's a World Cup, Faisa. It's a yeah, World Cup. See, he doesn't like the, right, the subject. Let's move on. Yeah, for real. Oh, let's they talk about the Walker. We're talking about the Walker. Mike and I, we're good friends. Mike and I, we're good friends. So we're with Paisans. Right, with Paisans. Let's talk about World Cup. No, let's talk about Napoli first. Oh, Napoli. And then we'll go to the World Cup. Do we have to? Yeah. All right. The team they're winning. number one. They, these guys, they they end the season on uh, on such a high. I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, I mean, yes, I know Udinese came back into the match. Oh, I thought that's why I said Mama, three nothing. They could have scored four or five. They're they're honestly they're they're so easy to to go for and to root for just for the way that they play. Uh, going up against an Udinese side who again uh, was missing players. De Lofeo, they started well with De Lofeo. Once he went out, they didn't have a shot until they started putting the substitutions in of Nesrovsky. I think they went like forty five minutes without even a shot on target. I believe after his injury, after De Lofeo came off. Uh, but Napoli, they learned to get these games forward. Aussie man on the score sheet. I mean, he does what what he does. They have so many options. Uh, no point in even saying that. Uh, you, Udinese got back into the match, but for me, they got back into the match because Napoli, Napoli kind of allowed them exactly. to. They, I think that they got excited that they were up by three goals. Uh, you know, they're thinking about what's going to happen next: the vacation, the World Cup, all these different things. The concentration went down. It's a good little jolt for them to make sure that they're always concentrated. But no real worrying signs for me. Udinese, again, I go back to kind of what I said about Torino. Really great style, great in attitude. I think that they go out in games to try to play them, try to win them. Now, the results don't always go their way because of the players. The quality of the players is completely different than the quality of the players of Napoli. But for me, at least they come out with the right ideas. Mm. And uh, Sotil, 
once again, has confirmed himself for me as being a, a coach that we need to monitor for the future. This was an interesting match. I think the biggest part for me is well, we knew Udine was going to be a, a little of a test. And um, overall, they got the job done, even though it looked scary at the end. When Kim made that mistake and it was, you know, only one goal difference, then it was a little shaky. But regardless, like Marco said, it was more of Napoli taking their foot off the gas rather than Udinese really going. But I think the biggest test and factors of, of for me was when Osiman was out... Napoli thrived. They still play good. They score goals. Did that. Osman's back, scoring better than ever. He looks amazing. Now Kvada's been out three games, and a lot of people were nervous. Oh, what's gonna happen now? They won three games. They got nine points. Nine out of nine points, and it shows here that Napoli isn't just one player. They thought it was Osimhen, awesome, maybe they thought it was Gvaratskelia, but it's really a team thing, and I think that goes back to how great Spalletti has his locker room. Nothing comes out of it. Everyone has his back. They're all happy. They're all synchronized. They're on one note. If someone's out, someone else steps up, and that's something I at least I can say not to not the same Napoli that we've been seeing the previous years. They're always I feel like they were missing something, but so far so good. They they look incredible. Still the best team in Italy by far for me personally, just on every level. And another point proven they can do it even with out their best players there or quote-unquote best player. There's not one best player there. I think it's just a team thing and I want to see this train keep going because it's so fun to watch. Well, how do they deal with now? That's my question to you guys. How do they deal with this? Obviously, they they wish that the season would oh, never yeah, stop for sure. because they're in such a good moment. How do they come out of this six weeks still with this? Do we think that they still will come out rolling? Is it just their style is too good? Um, or do you think it was just like such a good moment in start for To them? me, they are. I'll tell you the reasons why. First of all, very, maybe except what? for one player, they're going to come back uh, the same with the same style, with the same intensity, except for, I think, one player. Everybody's not going to go. They're not going to play the World Cup. So if there were some ling uh, lingering injuries uh, uh, within the, the, the team, I think this is the, the time the time period for them to nurse their, uh, you know, their uh, you know, injuries and muscles, whatever they need to fix themselves. And I think they're going to come back even stronger on the, on the second half. They have of the a few season. players in the World Cup. Lozano, King, yeah, and Lozano. 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 I just said uh, there's just three off the top Maybe of my head. One of them, but we're talking about. Simeone is not going to start. He's not no, going to start. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't going to call that. But he doesn't start. Ozyman is not going to the World Cup. He actually just got injured. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. So it's the last game. They won 3-2. This is the time period for them to just get healthy again and come back strong because they're saying? not going to be playing. Uh, I think Napoli are going to have the same type of intensity. The only thing is that uh, six six weeks or coming back in January is as if you're starting a whole new campionato. Yeah, yeah, so you have to get the engines revving again. The first game is versus Inter. Mm. Um, You're happy about that. Oh, I'm very happy that it's it's, it's in six this time weeks. When they're then, a cold. then next week, <laughs> you put them because on ice. this this Napoli team yeah. is unstoppable. So you know already, there's the possibility that you can lose the first game, right? So it, against some, the Inter, they're not gonna lose. I said there's a possibility. <laughs> nah, I'm not they're saying, not gonna lose. I'm saying there's a possibility. <laughs> so, but one what were you one, to say? one misstep can cause a chain reaction. Even yeah, though I do I feel that this Napoli team is well-oiled, and like Mike said, no matter who's out of the lineup, they still find a way to win, and, and they just play fantastic. This is different, though. One, Six weeks is a long time. No, no, but it's just, it's a whole other campaign. So you, a couple of things go wrong, you don't have the same feeling that you had now. 
that you have right now. Pete, they're going to play them in Milano or in Napoli? I don't know. I got to check. But I think in Milano. Inter Napoli. Yeah, I think in Milano. So one thing that I want to say is this Napoli team, I would love if, if Spalletti was ever to write a book, I want to know if he would even tell these secrets. But like last year, the difference between last year and this year and the fact that there's no star or may I say like veteran or senator of the locker room Franchise that they were, player. if that influenced the way that this Napoli team is playing. Would be a good question to ask. What do you say to the people that think that Napoli got this Scudetto in the back because they're eight oh, points up? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Napoli is playing the best football. That's no doubt about it. It's one of the top team in Europe. But I want to see when they lose one game, uh, what's the reaction? Gonna, Will they even not lose gonna one happen. game? Not yes. going to happen, Gaetano. Yes, it's going to happen. Undefeated, I'm telling you. It's going to happen. They're going to lose against Juventus, especially if Fagioli is playing. They're going to lose one game, and then I want to see the reaction <laughs> when they play the next game. And what happens if they lose two games in a row? Man. I do agree Not even that. close to that. Okay. I, you that's see, that's, I do agree, like... I'm, I'm not saying that they haven't dealt with any challenges because they had a challenge in a few matches. The Roma game was one of them where it was it was a different game that they had to kind of win. Yeah. They've won games coming from behind. Uh, they lost the Liverpool game, but that was a game that didn't, didn't matter. Uh, the I do agree, though. I'm saying when the going gets tough, when things are not all, all going your way, because it's kind of like some strikers, right? There are some strikers where they'll get on a hot streak. I mean, they'll score with their ass. The ball will come off of it. Ricochet, boom, the ball goes in. But then there's other times where you're right in front of the net, like and Tammy Abraham, and you're missing. Well, can they, they rebound from that? I believe that they can, but that's still one of the question marks that I have. And eight points is nothing. It lit- For me, it means nothing because they could lose two games and boom, they're out. They're, they're, they're yeah. right. They're, their gap is nothing. Time out. You cannot go from hero to zero. Napoli is going to go from hero maybe to eight level or seven and a half. They're not going to go down. So they're going to be maybe have one or two hiccups. missteps, hiccups. They're going to stay up there. Ooh. Sorry. They're winning it guys, they're They winning. might. Let's, do, let's might. do our World Cup brackets. Oh, boy. Italy is not in the World Cup. It's very painful. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say this that. This time is, uh, is not great. I, uh, I'm feeling it more than ever. I will say if there was one World Cup to miss... Uh, I would choose this one. Yeah, thank God I, we missed this. this. You know this, what? This might be what? the only World Cup I am not excited for. Neither Usually, no matter what, even when Italy yeah. wasn't in it, at least it was like the summertime. I was right. excited. The we go out somewhere. Disgusting. Yeah. Right now, it's cold outside. It feels it's terrible. Yeah. It's cold outside. Not because like the World Cup. You want to be with the beard outside on the on the big screen. You can't even have beer. Huh? You can't even have select, beer. Select yeah, places. Yeah, select places. places. Let's, not, places. let's not assume. All right, so what we are going to do is we're going to go through the groups. We'll each individually choose our World Cup bracket. We're going we're gonna to go quick. Okay, go Do you ahead. want me to start? Go ahead. I'll start. Netherlands, Senegal. Group, <laughs> uh, and then Ecuador and Qatar. <laughs> England, USA. Who's picking up? Where are we at? Wales. Denmark. Argentina, Poland. Put Poland. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Mexico. Okay, Marco is doing it. Uh, France, Denmark, okay, Australia. Uh, this one I'll do Germany, uh, Spain, Costa Rica. Hey. Over Japan. I'll put Croatia first. Mm. Belgium and Canada. Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Oh, and then we'll do Portugal. I thought Greece was in the first second. Portugal. And uh, Ghana. Wow. Uruguay. Wow. Okay. 
So Group stage I. complete. All I got right. excited for a second. Let's go. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Mike. Netherlands. No, no, I'm doing the, the me. next round. Oh, Netherlands. Me. Argentina. Me. Uh, Germany. Brazil. England. Me. France. Boy, man. You're like a I can't five wait till you old. go. Uh, Croatia. You're like wow. Five years old. Oh, Serbia. Hmm. Ooh, over Portugal. Okay. Wow. Oh, now, you're getting interesting right now. Uh, Argentina. Brazil. Uh, England, France, Serbia, and now we go to the final. Argentina wow, wins the semifinals against Brazil, France. Wow! And the winner is Argentina. Wow! Oh, uh, because he wants a message to win. Okay, fine. Okay. I don't. This is not what I want. This is yeah. what I think. Should we do an order? All I, right. th I think Antonio should go last because you're gonna have the funniest ones. All right, go ahead. Nick, you want me to go? Go, Mike. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, just be quick. Uh, Netherlands. Right. Netherlands, right. Uh, Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. Uh, bu 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 England, Wales, US. Wow. Wales over USA? Yeah, I think Wales is going to go. Oh. Unfortunately, I want US to go, obviously. Wow. But yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. being See, honest. Such a traitor, I'm just being honest. We should kick him out uh, of the country. Argentina. Uh, red coat. Poland. Mexico. Uh, bu bu France. Denmark. Tunisia. Uh, Germany, Spain, Japan. Yep. Croatia, Croatia Belgium. Sorry, sorry to my Canadian peeps. Uh, Canada third. I'll put Canada third. I'll put Canada third. Well, yeah, we all did the same thing. We felt bad, so we put Canada third. You gotta be thoughtful. after you. Brazil. Uh, Sir, Sir, Serbia, Serbia. It's gonna be close. Serbia then Switzerland. Switzerland's, Switzerland's very really good. It's gonna too. be very. I think Cameroon last. Last group. Portugal. Oh boy, wow. Ghana has a few good guys. Wait, I, I'll go Ghana. I think Ghana's gonna go. Uh, Uruguay and. I said the Korea. same thing, and you were like, "Really?" I don't think I said it for that. Yeah, you did. On to the next. On to the knockouts. Well, Netherlands, Wales. Netherlands, Wales, Netherlands. I got a decent Denmark. Score. Argentina's taking uh, for my boy Matt. Germany, Belgium. Germany, Belgium. Germany, Belgium. Germany. No, Belgium always chokes. Brazil, Ghana. Brazil's going. England, England Senegal. France, France, France is going. Croatia, Spain. Ooh, Croatia. Croatia nice. likes to upset. Portugal, Portugal Serbia. Serbia, man. For my man. They, they were in the same group, by for, the way. Fernando Santos. But Portugal should have won because of the goal line clearance. They didn't have VAR. I think it's Portugal's going to take revenge for that one. Portugal's going through. And for my man Santos. Netherlands, Argentina. I think it's going to be Argentina going through. Germany. Oh, it's going to be a revenge. Replay of the 7 -1. I think Brazil's going through because they want revenge. Neymar's going to score Hattie. England, France. I'm going to go with England because France's midfield's not good. Me. Yeah. Portugal, Croatia. What a good game. I'm going to go with Portugal. This guy loves Portugal. <sighs> I don't know. They have a good team. Argentina, Brazil. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you know what's I want, coming. I want Argentina to go so bad because uh, my childhood friend growing up, Matthew, is Argentinian. But well, not what I want. Go, bro. I think your barber's I think Brazil's going to go through. Oh, okay. Oh, 
And then England, Portugal's going through. The way they set it up is the two South America teams. Yeah. Who wins? And Brazil's winning the the sixth World Cup. No. I don't know. My Reset. turn. My turn. Antonio's dying to go. You said we're going last. You should yeah, go Antonio, last. I know. You're going last. You're going right. last. Antonio, you're going no, last. No, I'm not. You're going <laughs> last. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, not. I'm so going next. You're going to say you're copying me. I'm going next. Ouch. Mike's my neck. Antonio. Let me do it. Go, go, go. Okay, you put to the neck. You got to talk in the mic, though. Put the neck on the neck. Netherlands. Uh, put uh, Ecuador. He doesn't, he doesn't even know what the flags are. <laughs> and then Senegal. And whatever is left, Qatar. Okay, on the second one. Um, England, USA, All right, put Wales. the England, USA, and then, uh, not Wales. Where was his last? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Next one. I have to get to Argentina again. Mexico is the second. Argentina, Argentina Mexico. Poland? Uh, Poland, then, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, France. Um, not, not, I don't want to, I don't want that. Denmark, Denmark, no, Australia, no, no. Tunisia. I, I will put uh, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> put, uh, yeah, Denmark is so good. Put uh, Tunisia. Denmark at last? Denmark at last? Denmark's good, Yo, no way. Denmark's very good. You're going to be playing in Qatar at 100 degrees. You think that... Let him shoot. Germany, Spain, Costa Rica, Japan. Spain. Without the S. Germany. And then Croatia. Costa Rica. Costa Rica, Costa Rica. No, 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 that's not Costa Rica. It's fine. Put the Japan. No, switch. It doesn't matter. Okay, fine, that's it. Over there, let's see. Morocco, Canada, Belgium, Croatia. Belgium. Belgium. All right, put Croatia. And then Canada and Morocco. That's it. Next. I'm not copying anybody. Morocco should have been first. They're paying 100 degrees. I want to put Brazil. Brazil. Switzerland, Serbia, Cameroon. Mm, Serbia. No, no, Swiss is last. Switzerland, that's it. Then the next one here. Switzerland last. Put Portugal. Portugal, Uruguay. Uruguay. Ghana. What's that? What's next one? Korea. Put Korea. Three. That's it. Okay. Kim's from there. Okay. Netherlands, now, USA. Uh, USA. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. USA to the quarterfinals. Argentina, Australia. Uh, well, put Argentina. Spain, <laughs> 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 Croatia. Put to Spain. Spain Brazil, is, Uruguay. Put Brazil. England, England Ecuador. Uh, I'll tell you what. I don't see England winning. Ecuador. <laughs> wow, that's Agustin, crazy. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> France, uh, Mexico. Uh, put France. <laughs> Belgium, Germany. Uh, put Belgium. You love Belgium. Portugal, Serbia. Uh, Serbia. Okay. Okay. USA, Argentina. Uh, put Argentina. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, put, I put USA. Hey, I'm, an, I'm an American. Spain, okay. Brazil. Uh, <laughs> Spain. Ecuador, France. France. <laughs> and then Belgium, Belgium Serbia. Belgium. Okay. Belgium. Okay. Argentina, Spain, semifinal. Ooh, Spain. Wow. Ooh. France, Belgium. Um, That's easy. Belgium. <laughs> wow. Okay. You like Belgium. Your final is Belgium against Spain. Who wins? <laughs> That's never happening. <laughs> 
Belgium. <laughs> Belgium <laughs> in the World Cup. <laughs> Is that a joke or that's for real? I like to know who's gonna laugh at P the P end, P guys. I got, uh, let's do Netherlands and we'll pick Senegal. Ecuador. Uh, USA number one. <laughs> England, USA. There we go. Wales. Proud to be an American. Argentina. Poland. Mexico. Denmark. France. Australia. <laughs> he, put, he put Denmark class. That was great. Uh, Germany. Spain. Japan. No love for Costa Rica. Croatia, Belgium, nice. Canada, Brazil, uh, Serbia. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Portugal. <laughs> I wish Belgium could win. Listen, don't get me wrong. Korea. Uruguay. Wow. Uruguay. Wow. Interesting, Peter. <sighs> Netherlands, USA. All right, USA. USA, yeah. you guys are crazy. Yo, Argentina, you France. Pulisic. Argentina. You got, you got juice over here, man. We are Germany, Belgium. Germany. We got juiced up over here. Germany. American. Germany. Brazil, Korea. Brazil. England, Senegal. Senegal. Ooh. Upset. Denmark, Poland. Denmark. That's for sure. Croatia, Spain. Hmm, Spain. Portugal, Serbia. Serbia. We've all had the same exact matchup. Portugal, Serbia. I don't know if you realize. Mm -hmm. England. Oh, sorry. USA, Argentina. Argentina. You should put USA. You did the same thing. Keep going. Uh, Germany, Brazil. Germany. Wow. Wow. Senegal, Denmark. Denmark. Wow. Spain, Serbia. España. Okay. Semifinals. Argentina, Germany. Argentina. Okay. Revenge. España. Argentina, Spain final. The what do team, you have? The team that wins will speak Spanish. Uh, Argentina. Yes. Argentina. All right, we got two for Argentina. You one for why, Belgium, you know one for Brazil. Because Lautaro. Because Lautaro is going to play with All right, Messi. Dad, go for it. If Belgium wins a World Cup, oh, Netherlands. Man. Qatar. Wow. Qatar? Wow. You, want, you think the, the wow. host is going to. Senegal. You know something. You know something. He knows something that we don't like. Senegal. Company over here. Senegal. <laughs> yeah, second one. What do you want to say? Sorry, USA. USA yeah. first. England. Oh my Wales. gosh. It's called soccer, right, Gaetano? Argentina. <laughs> Mexico. I see. He's copying me. Wow. Poland. God forbid I would have done that. He's copying me, Paisan. <laughs> Denmark. Ooh, no, oh, I know Denmark. Denmark. Asia. There nah, you, you can switch. Switch. Uh, no, you can, there you go. Wow. Denmark yeah. first. I'm to put them last. They're garbage. <laughs> no, I'm Denmark see, is I mean, really I good. Say, they're solid. Right, they're, on, they're good I didn't mean Germany. I don't think they don't think they can they can Spain. Gel as a team. Uh, Japan. Japan doesn't matter. <laughs> see, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Croatia. To the right, mm, yeah. Mm. Belgium. Ah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. There. Canada. 
We all put Canada as a pity third one. Brazil. Serbia. 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 Switch, switch. There you go. Okay. That's good. Portugal. Uruguay. Ghana. Easy peasy. All right. Netherlands, England. That's a tough one. Put put England. England. Wow. The wild KLM, they'll be very mad. Argentina. Wow, I think you Germany, you Belgium, s- Germany, <laughs> Brazil, Brazil. Brazil. Brazil, USA, Qatar, USA, wow, yeah. Denmark, Mexico, Denmark. Mexico. Anto, you went right. <laughs> Denmark, Denmark, Denmark. Man. We got Mexican Croatia, fans Spain. here. By Spain, you can't be biased, Anto. Portugal. Okay, onto the top. England, wow, Argentina. This is a war. England. Yeah, this that's is a right. war. Literally. Oh my, that's this is a tough one. England, Argentina. England. England. No way. I don't want Argentina. Germany, dude. Brazil. Brazil. Oh, I think I know who Gaetano's picking. USA. Denmark. Yeah. Spain, Come Portugal. On. Wow, this is very tough. <laughs> very, very tough. That, that beer in Derby. España. Portugal. Ronaldo is gonna have a great World Cup. Ooh. England, Brazil, Brazil. Brazil. Oh, we know Gaetano's taking. Denmark, Portugal, Portugal. So your your winner is gonna speak Portuguese. Yeah, you <laughs> see, <laughs> you're funny yeah. though. Yeah. Brazil, Portugal. <laughs> Portugal. Who wins? Portugal. No, he's not. Well, Portugal. Let's see if you got. Relax. Let's see if you got. Relax. Oh, you already put it. No, no, he did it. Ah. He did it. You did it. Portugal. <laughs> Portugal? Portugal? There you go. Wait, guys, I don't know. This Who are you guy. choosing to win? Who are you choosing? Portugal, he chose it already. Uh, Portugal. CR7? Wow. Portugal. The goal, CR7. Right. So we've got two Argentina, one Portugal, <laughs> one, one Brazil. Brazil, and one <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> All right. That is our World Cup bracket. I don't want Argentina, Brazil, or Germany to win. Period. It's, it's going to be Brazil or Germany. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. We will talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Ciao, guys.